Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Well, I know one thing. Your candy ass has not been hydrating yourself. You're doing the wrong thing. Put some water in your candy ass. For your candy ass starts to rot. Secondarily, I need you to rate, review, and subscribe to my program. If you leave anything less than five stars, I would have to believe that you have hatred in your bloodstream and your parents raised you better than that. Third of all, if you would like to email me, email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. There's no the, just goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. I'm going to get right into it. There are two particular emails that caught my attention, and then I'll go to the rest. But I'm going to read both these emails at the same time. And then after I read those two emails, I'm going to respond to those two emails, and then I'm going to go on with the rest of the program. Are you with me? Are you following? I cool. So the first, we're going to go with T. Greetings, good brother. It's T. You my main man, 10 grand reek, but that New York arrogance is strong within you. Whenever the topic of hip-hop comes about, it's like old New York has the same opinion for the most part. 50 Cent is a legend. I believe Get Rich or Die Trying is the last hip-hop album to go diamond. But I think people forget, for as hot as he was, he burned out like a match. You know, the massacre went 10 times platinum too, but whatever. Now, I've partied in many places, and I must say the way y'all get hype to the song I Get Money or Baby By Me is flagrant as fuck. Yeah, it's a cool song, but that shit be y'all shit, though. I believe the whole reason Tip is calling out 50 is to challenge the lack of respect in y'all particular. Uh, I'm sorry, the lack of respect y'all have in particular for the South. I know 50 got some automatic songs, but it ain't no goddamn 10. T.I. got a few of those, too. And on the B side, he got him. Hopefully this battle gets done and time will tell. Just remember the sound uh, that's on the radio. And the most clubs comes from the South. That's absolutely correct. But I know you can't help yourself. It's a true New Yorker and I can respect that. You're still my guy. Peace and blessings. I'm just going to put you guys on pause because I'm about to prove a point. Give me one second. All right. I'm back. I just had to make sure I had something on deck for y'all niggas. Here's the next email. Dear good, you can call me shy, but T.I. would smash 50. You also got to remember T.I. was a ghostwriter for a few hits. T.I. got some verses. I'm going to need you to put some respect on the kid. I'm from Michigan, Detroit, but my money's on T.I.P. Peace and blessings. All right, T. All right, shy. You niggas is fucking tripping, and I'm starting to get angry. All right. I am starting to get enraged. Now, I just want to make sure I got all my ducks in a row here because I'm not going to misspeak on the legendariness that is TIP. So I'm just going to ensure something on my end. Give me one moment here. Do, 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 All right. I got everything together. Now, T said that 50 Cent don't got 10 automatic fucking wins, right? He said he has a few W's, but he doesn't have no goddamn 10, right? And this isn't even all of the automatic wins. This is just 10 of them. Many men. 
What up, blood? What up, gangster? Wankster. In the club. Big rich town. Patiently waiting. 21 questions. Disco Inferno. Hater to love it. I get money. T.I. has no song for all 10 of those songs I just named. He has not nothing. He doesn't have it. He just doesn't. What is going... What up, blah? Oh! What the fuck is T.I. going to play when that comes on? When Big Rich Town comes on, everybody and their mother's been watching Power for the last seven years. What is T.I. going to play that's going to make us automatically have a memory of something? Hmm? Hmm? When the hater the lover comes on, what is T.I. going to play? Oh, mama, show me how you move it. Go ahead, put your back into it. Go ahead. That's not even all. What is he going to play? Let's go with the B-side. What the fuck is T.I. going to play if he plays Heat? What is T.I. going to play when he plays Guns Come Out? Y'all niggas know. Y'all niggas know what I'm about. Fuck around my dough and the guns come out. Huh? What's going to happen when he plays in the club? A wankster. What's going to happen when he plays 21 Questions, man? What's going to happen when he has Tony Yayo come from behind the curtain and fucking do the I Get Money dance? Huh? What? What does he... What the fuck is going to... I'm not going to go to the G-Unit albums. I'm not going to go to the fucking Mixtape 50, which definitely could annihilate fucking T.I. What is he going to do? What is going to happen? I tell you, it's going to be an automatic W. Now... I'm not going to be disrespectful to T.I. T.I. is great in his own right. I don't think I don't think uh, 50 Cent has a fucking response for shoulder lean. I don't think 50 Cent has a response for rubber band man. I don't think 50 Cent has a response for you don't know me. I don't think 50 Cent has a response for 24s. And I don't think 50 Cent has a response for live your life. I don't. But that's four or five I just named. And 50 Cent has like 12 that's automatic dubs. Put your fucking W's up like you dub C or Ice Cube in 1994. So this is the one thing I want to express to you guys down there. It appears as though whenever a New York pop artist pops off, you think we only like him regionally, which oftentimes is the case. But 50 Cent was a fucking comet. Like, you don't get that type of acclaim that 50 Cent got, that he was able to sustain. And here's another thing to your argument, right? Because I just want to make sure I'm getting shit clear to you niggas that's down south. Everybody says that he burnt out like a match, right? Everybody says that his career burnt out after the first two albums, right? I'm going to name the album, and I'm going to name the songs that we all know from each album. And if we know songs from albums after a few years, you let me know how that means he got burnt out. Give me one second here. I just want to go to his albums. And... Like, that's the shit about this shit, man. I'm trying to just try to click on the albums. So you know this is what we're going to do. So The Massacre came out in 2005, right? Right? Everybody knows that's what Candy Shop in it. And uh, Ski Mask Way and 
And baby, all I need is a little bit. Not a lot, baby girl, just a little bit. You know, he had um guns come out, like I said. Uh, God gave me style, God gave me grace. God gave me style, God gave me grace. He had rider music. He had clickety-clank. My money comes into my piggy bank, right? Then he had Curtis, right? He had I Get Money, AO Technology, a fully loaded clip, and do, 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 as far as songs that everybody would know, I'm going, is this, hold on. Yes, I'm laughing straight to the ha 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 ha, nigga. Niggas never laughed like that before. Then we're in 2009 now. Know what I mean? And you know, song was on this in 2009 when 50 Cent just so happened to just burn out and nobody gave a fuck about him. Stop fucking playing with my boy, bro. Like, stop playing, son. Like, for real, niggas is getting me sick, boy. Niggas acting like my man is not that nigga, bro. So, that's a decade of songs I just played for y'all just now. When he's so-called burnt out. And I can keep going, but I have other emails to get to. All I'm saying is, T.I.'s discography is spectacular. And I believe... He'll kill 90% of the industry in a versus battle. But there is that 10 percentile. And 50 Cent is definitely in the top percentile of not being able to defeat him. And once again, I want to make sure I'm making this abundantly clear. Whether I'm speaking to my man T, whether I'm speaking to Detroit, Michigan. T.I. came out with better songs for a longer period of time. T.I. sustained his greatness as a rapper. For a longer period of time. But T.I.'s top 20. Is not better than 50 Cent's top 20. As far as the songs that T.I. wrote. Or was a part of. Featured on. Whatever have you. Is not better than. I'm sorry. Is not better than the top 20 songs. That 50 was a part of. Wrote. Featured on. Whatever have you. That's just what it is. Okay. I can go to the songs that this nigga 50 was just on the hook that everybody's going to know. Like, it's, it's going to get out of hand. Just know that 50 is going to come away from the dub if that shit goes down. Okay. Let's go to... Um, I don't want to talk about Snow in the Bluff. Uh, Jerome, I did get your email, but I just don't want that to open up a can of worms because I'm, I'm going to start getting into my bag because... There was a lot of irresponsibility I saw on everybody's behalf, but I want to put that shit behind me. The only thing I want to say is black women are underappreciated. Black women are undervalued. Black women don't get the respect that they deserve. Black women are dehumanized by society. Black women are only figments of people's entertainment and sexual release as opposed to being treated as re real people. And I believe that you don't put certain behaviors on certain men because that's dangerous. 
And it's all I'm going to say on that. All right. Do, 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 do. Let's go to the good brother T again. Good, my man T is making a few appearances on the podcast here. All right. Greetings, good brother. It's T. You brought up a good point about rewatching films that are called classics that came out when we were children. I actually recently rewatched Paid in Full, and man, stuff is really different when you're growing up watching these films. Dame Dash doesn't get enough credit for knowing this story needed to become a film. Aside from them becoming snitches, which is what truly happens in life 90% of the time, 90%, 95% of these guys, uh, I'm sorry, what happens in life 90% of the time, uh, it did get a it did do a good job showing the good and bad of the game. And now I watch this movie and I think all three of these guys threw their lives away just to be just to bowl out for a few years. And that's the reality of growing up in poverty. You're so engulfed by insecurities of poverty that you're willing to do anything to get as far away from it as possible. What are your thoughts on this? Peace and bless hands. All right. Um, whether you scam sell drugs you're a shooter whatever nobody really sustains that for a long period of time and you can go to any culture you can go to mob culture you can go to spanish culture what they're doing down in south america in mexico guatemala whatever have you uh whether you have uh the russians i mean the russian mafia like that shit is not sustained for you to live a long time and if you're alive you're going to be in prison you know, I just watched The Sopranos and people just casually talking about doing 10 to 20 years in prison and doing five years in prison and niggas getting shot and stabbed and backstabbed. And just even if you want to watch, I'm talking about movies, of course, but if you want to watch like Casino and you want to watch Goodfellas and all that type of shit, people be thinking it's all good until it's not all good. And they decide when they want you to die, even in my own neighborhood. I've seen plenty of niggas get lit. I'm talking about lit, wearing all the jewelry, all the sneakers. Niggas is doing residencies at the Marriott, paying $6,000 a month just to get a room so they can do what they got to do. Driving, driving Porsches and Lamborghinis and all kind of crazy shit. And even if you do that shit for three years, where you're that naked for three years, you're going to get caught and you're going to do time in prison. They're going to build up a case against you. Because the thing about scamming and the thing about trapping is it involves a constant influx of people for you to sustain what you got going on. And if you can't really put a cap on what's going on, where is it coming from, whatever have you, niggas is going to get caught. Because you need a large amount of people to do or to buy from you or for you to scam from and or for you to sustain business. It's not like you open up the trap. And you have your 10 customers and that's it. You move low. Only 10 people have your number. I I know for a fact I'll get $1,000 a week from these 10 people. And that's how I'm going to keep it. It's never that way. You want to get more lit. You want to get more lit. Now it goes from you getting quarter ounces to half ounces. Now it goes to you getting fucking half a pound. Now you're getting shit by the pound. All right. All this weed money's coming in. Now you want to start selling coke. All right, now you want to start selling meth. All right, now the pills is popping. And now you're trapping on all fucking fronts. It's going down. You got the heroin popping. You got the coke popping. You got this popping. You got different clients for this. Now you, the people that you're serving to, 
they're probably going to be either sniffing, snorting, whatever with their friends. Yo, where'd you get that shit from? Yo, I got that shit from Reek. Now, numbers is calling that you've never even seen before. Now you're like, I, you just don't tell nobody else. And then that one person that doesn't tell nobody else tells somebody else. Then there's two people that should have known shit. And now that's three people. And now that's five people. And now that's a hundred people. And now niggas is letting you rock. Now... You have people that really get their rocks off of getting drugs off the street. They starting to wiretap you. You think you're all good. They're not arresting you. They're just building up a case against you. They want to see who you're with. Who are you selling it to? Who's, who are you selling it with? Where's your connect from? Are you tied into a bigger person that they're looking at? My nigga, it's not worth it, son. Three years of bowling is not worth 10 years in jail. But that's not what you think when you think your life ain't shit anyway. When you don't got nothing going for yourself. You're not trying to buy a house. You're not trying to sustain an apartment. All the trap niggas on some G shit be having all that stuff, and that's all it comes down to. Just having money and stuff. In Breaking Bad, your man, um, the Spanish nigga that had the chicken spot, he had it all right. He tried to get a chain of chicken restaurants. So when he was getting his crystal meth shit popping or that shit Walter Wright was baking up, he had his shit on the side, but the money was going towards the chicken business. Now, I mean, I think his name was Gustavo. But not too many trap niggas think that way. They just want to have bands. They want to blow it on bitches. They want to blow it on the club. Women start to migrate to them because niggas is tricking off the money. But now you in jail and you alone. You got the pizza face on. Paying them full was a great thing of that. Niggas like, yo, I love the game. I love the hustle. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to hustle. I got to get this money, my nigga. His fucking little brother gets killed. But while he was kidnapped, before he even got killed, he goes to uh, Cam, like, yo, bro, I need you to help me get these bricks off. Cam was like, yo, that's 10 bricks right there. Takes his head off. This shit is not sustained for you to have, like, a business portfolio. It's not sustained for you to put a down payment down on a house. You got to constantly watch your back. You got to pay cops off. You got to pay this person off. You got to... Like, it, you, you're just, your neck is on a, your head is on a swivel the whole time. And for what? For three to five years of balling, if you even make it five years? Because it's not just getting caught by the police. It's getting set up by bitches. It's getting set up by niggas that's hating. It's the ops not liking the fact you're getting all this money. It's niggas want to run down on you because they think that you're buns and you got, if you're trapping and you don't got like no gangster niggas with you, if you just think you're just going to get these, these drugs off, Nah, niggas just gonna, if you have $20,000 on you or whatever have you, niggas is taking that. That's that game. It's kill or be killed. One of them shits is going to happen. You're either going to have to kill someone or you're going to get killed. That's just how it is. And it's not fucking worth it. It's fucking not. Like, the one percentile grows old from doing it. The rest, you're going to jail, you're getting clapped, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I never think that type of shit is worth it. Uh, do, 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 do. And with that being said, nah, I'm going to do one more. Fuck that. Uh, what's going on, Reek? Call me Amos because it is my name. And Amos entitled this email, Fan Experience in America. Anyway, I have a sports question for you. I'm from Botswana, so I... Number one sport is football, which in your country, you call it soccer. I have a 
bit of interest in your football, but I always find the fan experience in America weird. In our sports, we have one team, and that's your team for life. But in America, I'm curious to know how it works because I understand that a team can be moved and have its name changed. In fact, I think the Washington Redskins are going to uh, are going to go a name change because the name is said to be offensive. What's your view on that? Anyway, back to the teams moving and changing names. How does that affect the fans if a team moves to another city and state? Do you keep following that team for a different state and city? And another question, why do you think Americans aren't big on the biggest sport in the world? That is football. Football is not American. Uh, rugby, football. Love, Amos. I also host my own podcast, Peep the Score. And we're truly appreciated if you can share that with your audience. Thanks, Reek. So, yes, Amos has a podcast by the name of Peep the Score. Check that out. If anybody listens to that shit and they fucking with Amos, let me know that shit is good money. But I'm definitely going to promote your show on my show because you listen to my show because you're a real nigga. I don't even know if you guys refer to yourselves as niggas over there, but nigga is a common colloquialism amongst black Americans. And if it feels as though me calling you nigga was disrespectful, my apologies. I'm just a product of my environment. Anywho, I'm going to answer all your questions and then we'll get the fuck out of here. So... For the first question, you said, uh, do, 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 do. I am curious to know how it works because I understand that a team can be moved and have his name changed. So, yes, uh, Americans are evil, specifically white Americans. So, for decades, the indigenous people have said, like, yo, calling the Washington professional football team the Redskins is very insulting and they was like nah it's tradition it's all right it's cool man just relax you're being so uptight like how are you going to tell me what i deem as me getting uptight you're flagrantly disrespecting my ancestors by referring to your team as the redskins there's a whole bunch of names you can choose from i think you can choose something else come on come on now the thing about America is that everybody deals in results, right? So if you look at Seattle, Seattle lost its team from just fuckery from the head office. They couldn't figure it out because everybody's greedy. Everybody's all about their bottom line. Nobody really sees things in a nuanced way. What happens is business people own professional teams, so they don't see the intangibles of having uh, thousands and thousands and perhaps millions of people being aligned to the success and the failures of that team. They just see, is it making profit? Does it make sense for it to be here? Did we lose $10,000 as opposed to, we made $10 million last year. We made $9,988,000 this year. All right, cool. We lost some fucking money. We got to get rid of the team. I mean, but fandom really varies because... I can only speak from being an American. I cannot speak from being from Botswana, but in my travels, you're the fan. If you're a fan of a team, you got that from either your uncle or your father, and then they got that from their uncle or their father. It's passed down from their father being a fan of a certain team or their uncle being a fan of a certain team. You know what I'm saying? So to answer your next question. In regards to do they follow the team, the Seattle Supersonics went over to the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't believe that people in Seattle are currently ruined for the Thunder because they were robbed of a team. 
So it's just all an influx of fuckery. Everything in America is all predicated upon money. So even when you see like the ups and downs of the teams, I don't know how uh, league execs handle soccer because I don't watch soccer. But as far as basketball is concerned, teams suck because nobody's putting the money that they need to put that they need to put in. They'll view that as a loss. They don't view your let's really get the best players possible. Let's go into the luxury tax because we can get that money up from ticket sales. Nobody thinks that way. Only a few teams think that way. Only the teams that think it's worth it to put money into its players do it. And that's why if you just go on Google and you look at specifically football and even basketball, those two sports in particular, I want to say in the past 50 years, it's only been like 16 teams that's won the championship. That's nasty, son. And there's a reason for that. Like, for real, it's all about the ethics of the people in the front office. If they're looking at things from the bottom line as opposed to how they can win a championship, then that's what they're going to do. It just is just very few people that go into owning, uh, being the president and being in the front office in regards to, like, trying to win or what they can do to sustain greatness. So... The next question you have here, uh, how does that affect fans if a team moves to another city and state? Niggas feel betrayed. That's how that goes. Do you keep following that team from a different state and city? Most likely not. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. And, and uh, another question, why do you think Americans aren't big on the biggest sport in the world that is football? Uh, football, not the American rugby football. I can tell you why. Because one, soccer has bad PR in America because Americans aren't the best at it. That's just what it is. Americans have the best football players. Americans have the best basketball players. Uh, America doesn't really respect the Hispanic countries like that. So they just go into Hispanic countries and make sure that they have workshops so they can profit it off of uh, Spanish countries, which is why MLB is so prominent. But as far as soccer is concerned, they can't they can't use their force to profit off of soccer. So that's why Americans can't win shit because they're not putting the work in so we can be as dope soccer players as they can be basketball and football players. And between me and you, the real reason is because they cannot profit off the labor of black people to get them championships. That's just what it is. There's no other way to say it. If you look at the Olympics, basketball's in there. If you look at the team, you tell me the faces or the color of the faces that you see. You look at football. Football is not an Olympic sport, but football can profit off of the white quarterback giving it to a team that's 70% black. If you look at Major League Baseball, Look at the color of the people that are predominantly dope in baseball. With soccer, it's spread all over the place. And we cannot get a concentrated talent pool in America to go compete because all the best people in soccer are not American, so they don't even promote it as like a real sport out here. Because America is not the best at it, they don't give a fuck about it. That's the, that's the best explanation I have from you. You guys over there, you guys are incredible at soccer. I mean, whether it's Africa, whether it's, I mean, Europe or South America, whatever have you, every, every other country surrounding 
fucking America is dope at soccer. And I want to say as far as like football, basketball, hockey, baseball, soccer's in fifth place as far as what Americans are dope at. So they don't even market it. I mean, yeah, you have travel soccer teams and you have a U.S. Olympic team and all that kind of shit. But them niggas don't make no noise because the best fucking talent isn't here. So they don't even like give them that marketing push that we need to even be behind America. Because America's like, nigga, we're about to lose anyway. What the fuck we getting behind them niggas for? I mean, they love soccer, so let them do what they doing. Like, look at women's soccer, bro. As far as women's soccer, they win. They get crazy. They bring in the gold home. And niggas don't give a fuck about it because America doesn't respect women. So <laughs> if they can't profit over blacks or if women are like streamlining it, they don't give a fuck about it. And they won't even market it. I'll say that under like this. This is uh, this is very much so related to my point. My more didn't play in the WNBA for two years, right? To fight social injustice. That's the equivalent of James Harden taking two years off to get a man out of jail do you think of james harden in the middle of his prime taking two years off to fight social injustice do you think that will get coverage i'll answer that for you it will 100 percent get coverage lebron will be on it Kyrie will be on it kd will be on it niggas will be like yo J- james harden we respect you yo, just get back on the court this is a net yo we're gonna put our money and resources up so we can help you Women's basketball, Maya Moore giving up years of her prime to fight social injustice to get a man out of jail. And I didn't even know about this shit until two weeks ago. If it's women, or if you can't profit, or if America isn't the best at it, they don't give a fuck about it. That's America for you. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you on Monday.